Pizza may have been invented in Italy, but frozen pizza, at least frozen pizza the way we know it today, is from Minnesota. It was in the cold of the upper Midwest that Rose Totino, the fourth of seven children to Italian immigrant parents, invented the modern frozen pizza recipe before going on to become one of America's first female vice presidents of a major corporation. Welcome to Shaking America, a history podcast. Sources for this episode include the Minnesota Historical Society and their published essay, My Mother's Legacy by Bonnie Totino, the Minnesota Inventors Hall of Fame online database, the Harvard Business Journal article, 20th Century Leaders, and the MIT History of Frozen Foods online resource. Minnesota in 1951 was a place where the majority of the population considered black pepper to be the pinnacle of spice. It was a place filled with people who ate primarily beige-colored foods and did not entirely trust meals that were not boiled. In short, it was a hard place to open an Italian restaurant. But it was home to Rose Totino and her husband Jim, and they were determined to make their dream of opening a pizza parlor work. Rose had learned how to make pizza from her mother and had been serving her homemade pies at church meetings and family gatherings for years. Her friends insisted her pizza was restaurant quality, and after some talks with Jim, the couple decided to try to open a store in their northeast Minneapolis neighborhood. Immediately, the Totinos encountered two major problems with their fledgling business. The first problem was a severe lack of money. Rose and Jim had both grown up during the Depression in large Italian Catholic families, and had never known wealth. In an interview with her daughter for the Minnesota Historical Society, Rose remembered picking discarded orange peels from the trash and sucking on them for nourishment during hungry days at school. Rose eventually dropped out of high school at age 16 to help support her mother, tending to the pigs, chickens, and cows that her family kept in a small shed outside their house. At age 19, she married her childhood sweetheart, Jim Totino, replacing her family name of Cruciani with his. He was a baker, and had also dropped out of school early in order to help with the family business. Together, the Totinos were a lower-class working couple. Jim continued to work at the bakery, and Rose made money cleaning other people's houses. With both of their wages combined, they barely had enough to feed their two daughters, let alone start a business. The second problem was demand. To say Italian food was not popular in Minneapolis during this time would be an understatement. Many people in the city had never even tried pizza. When Rose and Jim went to the bank to ask for a loan to start up their pizzeria, they had to explain to the banker what a pizza was. He hadn't heard of it really makes you think how far we've come as a country. This is where Rose began to show her genius and her determination to succeed. She made a pizza at home and brought it to the banker to show him firsthand how tasty this new product could be. She also convinced Jim to put up their family car as collateral. With the bank now on board, the Totinos received $1,500 to set up their new pizza parlor. The newly opened Totinos Italian Kitchen was an immediate success. While Italian cuisine was still a relatively unknown commodity to Minneapolis, Rose's food quickly converted thousands of locals into enthusiastic pizza eaters. The first iteration of the business was takeout only. When customers, who were lining up literally around the block, asked for seating, 
Jim placed some card tables and folding chairs just outside the door to accommodate the growing crowd. Soon the couple was making 400 to 500 pizzas every single day. Here's a quote from Rose's daughter, Bonnie, taken from the same interview with the Minnesota Historical Society. The early days at the restaurant were long and exhausting for my parents, but they always pressed on no matter what. I recall my mother's words. We were so tired at night that we just stuffed the money into a brown paper bag. The next morning I paid the milkman, the breadman, the meat man, and others. Then I looked into the bag and was surprised to see money left. By the 1960s, the Totinos had built upon their surprising success by expanding their business. They opened a second Minneapolis location and began to consider mass-producing pizza. However, the cost of building a plant in the nearby city of St. Louis Park and several unexpected business expenses almost bankrupted the couple. Lacking the funds to buy the necessary equipment to put the toppings on the pizza, Jim resorted to using old phonograph turntables, replacing their arms with tubes of sauce. However, a timely loan from the Small Business Administration saved the company from their financial troubles, and the Totinos once again became profitable. Now flush with cash, Rose began to plan out a method of making frozen pizzas and shipping them across the country. They began to buy frozen crusts in bulk from Chicago and added the toppings in Minnesota. While Rose was not satisfied with how the crusts of her frozen pizzas turned out, she told her daughter they tasted like cardboard, her product became wildly popular regardless of her opinion. In less than 10 years, Totino's became the first big national frozen pizza brand, with the couple opening up a second $2.5 million plant in Fridley in 1971. Four years later, in 1975, the Totinos employed 375 people and were making $40 million a year in sales. Business was booming to the point where the couple was having a hard time keeping up with demand. When Jim's health began to fail him, Rose decided to respond to some of the big corporate offers to buy out their company the couple had been receiving for the last few years. She opened up talks with Pillsbury, and they initially offered the Totinos $16 million for their operation. Rose, a lifelong Catholic, responded by telling the Pillsbury negotiator that it was God's will that she get $20 million instead. Not wanting to piss off God, Pillsbury gave her the $20 million. In total, the buyout ended up being around $22 million, including $9 million worth of Pillsbury stock for Rose and a position in the corporation. She was named Vice President of Frozen Foods, becoming one of America's first female corporate VPs. Rose was not content, however, to simply rest on her laurels. Using her new position, Rose worked alongside Pillsbury food scientists to create a crust that didn't taste like cardboard. Remembering the way her mother used to fry her pizza crusts, Rose invented a factory fried crust that held up better against the freezing process than the pre-baked crusts she was using previously. She patented her crisp crust technology in 1979, earning herself a spot in the Minnesota Inventors Hall of Fame and further cementing herself as a frozen food giant. Despite her incredible wealth, Rose continued to live in the small house in northeast Minneapolis that she grew up in. After Jim passed away in 1981, she became a noted philanthropist. She donated $3.8 million to Northwestern College, $1.5 million to the high school in Fridley that now bears her name, and $500,000 to a homeless shelter in Minneapolis. Today, Totino's remains one of the world's most popular frozen pizza brands. Over 500 million Totino's party pizzas are sold every year. Frozen pizza is a uniquely American invention. 
It's just as American as apple pie or hot dogs, and it owes its popularity to Rose Totino's ingenuity, entrepreneurship, and remarkable ambition. Thanks for listening to Shaking America.